You're listening to episode number 476 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 31 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 46 anti-ups, 82 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Well, I hope you had more fun last week, Tony, hanging out with your new buddy than you did with us. So. Right. My new buddy is yeah. Richard Marks. My new buddy. Yeah. Apparently, you blew us off to go right. spend time with him. Go see Mr. Marks. I did. I did. Uh, so we were my just wife and I sitting here, the Richard- right here, waiting for you. Ah, oh, good one. Well played. Well good played. One. That is what. No surprise. He ends his show with. Um, so my wife and I walked out of the concert with a few observations. Um, number one. Uh, we don't know nearly as many Richard Mark songs as we thought we did when we bought tickets to go see them. <laughs> well, we're, with the the buying of the tickets wasn't that a little bit of a, uh, a an alcohol infused moment? Hundred percent decision making. Yeah, okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we also realized that I am forty six, my wife is forty one, and we were damn near the youngest people uh, in that auditorium. Oh, yeah. oh we've been in that. We've been in that camp for a long time. Going to the heavy metal concerts. No, we're that we usually go to. the oldest, not the youngest. No, no, not when we go to Corn's concerts. Oh, yeah, a lot of times we're we're some of the oldest. But I'm not surprised because his. I mean, I remember listening to his songs. I think for me in junior high, and I've got a couple of years on you, so. Um. Yeah, especially for Jen. She would have been... Yeah, yeah. Jen, Jen would have been the one that I, I would have thought wasn't as dialed into Richard. Which is funny, because she was the one that when the commercial came on the TV at the bar, she was like, oh, I'd really like to go see him. Well, let's just <laughs> boop, 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 see how much uh, uh, tickets were. So um, it was it was a fine enough concert. Um, he does it uh, all acoustic. Hmm. Um, so that lost a little bit yeah. of of it um especially movies from the or music from the 80s 90s were so produced big and yeah and and loud it was yeah it was um he's still he's got a great voice the guy went for an hour and 45 minutes straight i mean it was just him on the stage uh he was either singing or telling a you know a brief little song or story to set up the song um i was also interested to learn that he's written quite a few very successful songs for other um singers Um, and so, you know, he's been able to stay somewhat relevant based on, uh, him able to write songs for newer, uh, uh, artists. So, you know, it was, it was a fine enough time. It was a fine enough time. I'm glad we didn't spend, we got, uh, we were, so they had, they had actual, like, not quite folding chairs, but not much nicer than, uh, chairs that might get pushed up against a, um, like a banquet hall type table. Um, that was between the the official auditorium seats and the stage. So they very clearly was in what most folks would think of like the, the, the orchestra pit area, right, that, that right. eight feet between the first row and the actual stage itself. They were they put folding chairs. We were not in those. We were in um we were in row B. So we were in the second row of, of the actual auditorium. And they were only, I think, sixty-five bucks. So to have effectively second row seats, he's he's not charging an arm and a leg right. um, for his concerts. Right. He also played a fairly small venue. He played an auditorium at the Jackson College, uh, which is not exactly, you know, Western Michigan or MSU yeah. or 
Michigan, you know, U of M. Yeah. So, um, but it was, you know, it was, it was a fine enough concert. We're, we're glad we went. Um, we wouldn't go back necessarily to see him again. Unfortunately, Daisy Fuentes didn't come out. That's who I was really hoping. Uh, <laughs> uh, did, did she do a song uh, with him or something? No, you mentioned uh, that? that's married? his, that's his wife. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Richard Marks yeah. He huge. married Daisy Fuentes. I know he was huge. I was one of those, yeah, right here waiting for you. Oh, yeah, I was one of those yeah. would play that and you know, cry yeah. along for whoever I missed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did not but realize that he was married to Daisy Fuentes. I, I didn't either. That was that was a little knowledge bomb that Jen dropped on me when we were actually, you know, looking, buying the ticket. So, um, wow. anyway, it was it was it was a fine concert, uh, it, it, you know, but but it made me feel kind of, you know, cool that. When Tony's not around, there'll be no podcasting done. There's no show. <laughs> don't don't but count on that happening all the time, Tony. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, and as I, I'm not going to flatter myself because I look at this week's script and how short this week's script is. I can tell that it was a uh, obviously slow week anyway. So right. between last week and this week, we really only came up with about four pages of, of content. So yeah. Uh, but at uh, any rate, what, uh, anything you guys want to talk about before we uh, roll into the show? No. I don't think we got anything. It's Like you said, it's All been right. a slow week, so I don't think we've got anything new and exciting to share. So, All right. Well, then let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. In 2003, Las Vegas tried to buy a commercial slot during the Super Bowl to promote tourism to the city. The NFL stepped in citing a contract that allowed it to reject any ad related to sports betting, even though the spot didn't include any overt references to gambling. We got that from Forbes. It, how, how far yeah. we've come. Yeah, what a difference <laughs> 20 years makes. Right. <laughs> it's here and we blew it up. Yeah, it was, we're, we're going to talk about that. I know. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, uh, let's first talk about the twit pick of the week. It's amazing to think that today, this is all Circa. The Las Vegas Club, the Golden Goose, Glitter Gulch, and Sassy Sally, shared by at underscore Grandpa D, gone. Granted, Sassy Sally was mermaids at the time of her demise, but that's beside the point. The point is, look at how much things change in Vegas. All the time. On a side note, this is the best picture I've seen that Vegas Vicky and Sassy Sally are not the same thing. Typically, the POV shot of Sally's is uh, in this area makes it look like Vicky is sitting on top of Sassy Sally's mm-hmm. sign, hence the misconception that Vicky used to be Sally. Sassy Sally's sign? Yeah. <laughs> say, say that a few times fast. Good, that, that's a good triple alliteration right there. <laughs> hmm. I love the lights. I mean, it's it's old school. Yeah. It's yeah. it's lit up and it's a ton jam packed in a, a very small area. So it's it's and and as Tony, I know, will say, there's no canopy, so he's gonna like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, look how gorgeous that sunset is behind Sally. Oh, that's and pfft. and the glitter gulch. You should see some of the sunsets you know, we get like, here. No, oh, like pinks and purples and blues and all kinds of crazy. This one's just kind of like yeah, okay, the sun's setting. But I, I'm glad you think it's cool. But, but. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, but I, okay. So I guess it's within the within the context, though, of when the listeners actually see the, the, the photo, it'll make more sense because it's starting to turn what I assume is dusk. You know, it's uh, my guess is it's going from daytime to, to nighttime. I, I don't assume that that's a sunrise that's happening. Oh, no, not from um, that angle. It, it means that the lights are coming on against the backdrop still of this this blue and purple sky mm-hmm. behind it. So it just it, to me, it, it, everything pops. The the neon pops, the sunset pops. It's um, and it and, and it's it is an orgy for the eyes I to look at. Notice, like there's yeah, just, it's busy. I didn't notice the duck. Yeah, the golden goose. Huh. Mm, yep, yep, yep. And well, in, in the very top uh, left corner, Karen, you can make out Vegas Vic's legs. Yeah, yeah. Yep, His crossed leg, one over the other. Cowboy boots. Yep, yep. It's just it's uh. It's a good looking. And then of course it's you a have good looking, the, um, the lower the lower left you have the red stops uh, don't walk sign. <laughs> right. That's not that's not really part of it. <laughs> people aren't people uh, aren't are tuning into our show like going where are all the stop signs? <laughs> <laughs> and, and does it say please wait? Right. Please wait. Wait to cross. That's it. That's it. Yes. God, you would think is is. Awful as that sound is, that 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 noise is just it's it's, it's not to doing my it brain. anymore. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. It doesn't do it anymore. 
Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it said um, it, it beeps. I think when okay. you're not supposed to, or beeps when you're supposed to walk or not supposed to walk. One of the two. Um, and then yeah, when it flips, it does this and then, okay, that's when you know you can go. But um, yeah, oh, they it, they took off the the talking part of it. Yeah, the whole the whole don't walk thing they, they got rid of. I think it still well, does well. It wasn't walk. don't walk. It was always wait to cross. Well, that's what, that's what I mean wait. though. But I mean, like now it's like uh, uh, I don't know. I guess it doesn't say anything once it changes. No, it doesn't say anything. It just beeps. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Brought to you by stripwalking.com for the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas. Check out stripwalking.com. All right, this does not surprise me that this is going to lead off the news. The Super Bowl success. This is basically all anyone was talking about during the week, what you were out with Super Bowl. So I just got the highlights here for you. Super Bowl 58 was not only the most watched Super Bowl of all time, it was the most watched telecast in history with 123.4 million viewers. It set a record for sports betting in the state with 185.6 million wagered, of which casinos ended up winning 6.8 million of. It set three of the top five room revenue dates or days ever for MGM Resort and was the highest average daily room rate on record for Friday and Saturday in the entire market. Even higher than F1. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It's estimated that as many as 450,000 people came to Vegas for the Super Bowl. It said that this that it it was said during the host city handoff ceremony that Vegas will definitely be in consideration for frequent returns of the Super Bowl. Sweet. I mean, we did. I didn't I go down there because I, I I didn't want to deal with the traffic, but. It was or the people. Or the people. Because yeah. you're not a masochist. Right. Well, and we're, we weren't really fans of either team either, so it, it didn't really... Yeah, I mean, I can see going down to the strip, like, like let's say uh, uh, the Browns were to be able to make it one of these times. Like, I can see going down to participate in the festivities um, during that weekend yeah. or something like that. But, like, even game day, like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near that area. And we definitely can't afford to buy tickets to go. No, that's that's, that's, that's why there, I so. recalibrated, you know, like how we would join the celebration. <laughs> uh, next up, talk about the Tropicana Stadium. During a recent earnings call, MGM Resort CEO Bill Hornbuckle claims he's seen multiple renderings of the proposed stadium for the Tropicana site. Hornbuckle says he's seen three different plans, each showing the stadium in a different location of the 35-acre site. As a reminder, the A's are getting nine acres to build their stadium upon. The rest will be used for the new hotel casinos that will be attached to the stadium. Demolition and the cleanup process is expected to take up to a year to complete. Tropicana Stadium will begin construction April of 2025. Maybe. Well, yeah. That's what we're going What's with. so funny, and I, I swear I saw an article today or yesterday that Bally's had an earnings call. Yes, that's where we got this from. Well, no, this was MGM's oh, right. earnings call. You're right. It, it, it's it, I, I, the end of this is where I got the uh, the demolition cleanup and that I got it from the Bally's earnings call. Right, but the funny thing I think was that the on the Bally's call they said less about the number of renderings than MGM did. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just the whole thing is just, and, and there's been there's been nothing. There's no plan. So the A's say that they're waiting on. Bally's to provide, you know, ideas. And Bally says they're waiting on the A's to provide, you know, designs for their stadium before they can do that. Like, it, this whole thing is just stupid. And we talked about it before. It's disappointing that they're going ahead and shutting down and demoing the building. But ugh, still, this whole thing still makes me mad. But Seems like the Vegas market is destined to have some empty plots on it. Like, like I wonder if we'll ever complete uh, all the land from Mandalay to the stratosphere if we'll ever actually complete all that like that'll that'll all be filled or if it's forever going to have plots of land that that are waiting for development what's going on with the virtual historian at neon museum the neon museum has a new audio video storytelling tool called rachel it stands for record and collect historical experiences in las vegas 
It's a box that looks like a photo booth that will ask you three questions. What is your best Las Vegas memory? When did you first visit Las Vegas? And how is Las Vegas different from any other city? Your answers can be up to two minutes long and can be used for a variety of projects at the Neon Museum. Rachel can be found in the Neon Museum gift shop and she is free to use. I just thought this was a clever idea. Um, you can go into her and, and so she, she, you get to pick which question she asked you. And then it gives you, you know, time to think of whatever your answer is and you can go ahead and record and then give your part of it. And they'll, they're collecting all of these and they, they said that it could be used in any sort of project that they use. Oh, huh. Well, that's kind of, kind of clever. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you mad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I'll be interested to see what what they yeah what come comes up from with. it. Yeah, comes I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't know that I necessarily need. Is it just an audio recording or is it video as well? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if it's video, simply because she's yeah. an enclosed box. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does say an audio video storytelling tool, so no, maybe so it does. Probably video. Yeah. And then lastly, there are some F1 2024 improvements. The RGA is reporting that the F1 prep for this year's event will take six months less to get ready for it than it did in the inaugural race in 2023. Once again, we we said this would happen, you know, mm-hmm. after, after year one, everything was going to get truncated. Things like repaving the road, moving power lines underground, and repairing sidewalks were infrastructure changes needed to host last year's race that are now in place for future events. Crews also don't need to work around the sphere construction this year. Plans are to announce all the road work ahead of time in one release instead of periodic updates like they did in 2023. See if people actually remember that. Like they'll, They'll get the notice, but we'll see. If they remember it, or if they'll still just be equally perplexed. Oh, when they'll they, be talking about it yeah. constantly. It, it, it's, yeah. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that there was a ton of the infrastructure stuff that they had to do ahead of time. The build-up towards it, once they start constructing the the grandstands again and Bellagio and putting the the bridge on Flamingo, like all of that's going to still be a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. it's not going to be, you know. The, the half a year, three quarters of a year of crap that we had to deal with last right, year. Right, right. Encouraging. All right, well, that's going to do it for news. Let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. It's available free on Android and iPhone. Use the search term 360VV14 to get a listing of all of the properties that we will be featuring at our 360 Vegas vacation. First up, MGM has announced that Bellagio, Cosmopolitan, and the MGM Grand are getting their rooms renovated. Fingers crossed that they keep the taste level Cosmopolitan is known for. Sorry, that was bold and italicized. Was that for your for you, Mark? Yeah, that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> That Sorry, was one of his personal notes that did not get deleted in yeah, the version that yeah. he sent us. Yeah, I, I, I missed it when I was doing my uh, once-over <laughs> before I sent That's it. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, having just stayed for the very first time for me, the first time I've ever stayed at Cosmopolitan last year for Vegas Vacation thir- uh, 12, I am really, really surprised that they think they need to do any sort of... um room renovation at least for the one particular room that i was in which was just a fairly basic room it did have a terrace but it wasn't a wraparound suite or anything like that it was just a a nice run-of-the-mill king-size room that overlooked the bellagio fountains i thought it was a beautiful room i would i I would want to do a damn thing to it completely i I will say that i think the lanai suite that we had probably needs some updating okay um, but I agree with you. The last time I've stayed in one of their regular rooms, I I don't know what they think they need to do. But you know, maybe maybe some of them are starting to show their age from being nicked up or whatever, and they just need they need something Probably. newer. I mean, not that they're going to get the same stuff, but that's that's why I'm hoping they they can they well, can keep it. Well, when when you hear renovation, like they've got so many cool, um, like really interesting wallpaper in you know like the bathroom, I think, or the toilet room and like the artwork and stuff. Like, I don't think you need to update mm-hmm. that. 
And that would be my only fear when they say, oh, it's getting, you know, it's being renovated. It's like, are they going to take all that interesting, funky shit out? Right. Yeah. Hopefully not. Sin City Alerts is reporting casino security on the strip, responding to two golden retrievers swimming in the pool. No owners around. Officers reported that the dogs seemed friendly, but would not get out of the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. They're golden retrievers. Why would they? Right. They're having a blast. (laughs) We we don't need our owners. It would be more difficult if they were were Labradors and you'd never get them out. Right. (laughs) A slingshot auto rental stand is coming to Binion's. The three-wheeled motorcycles will have a sales desk on the Fremont Street Experience with vehicles on display in Binion's old pork shop. At least the space is going to get used. Yeah, at least they're going to use it for something. Right. (laughs) Because that's pretty much... Didn't that used to be where they had, like, all the shirts and and shit? They did for a period of time. They they had, like, a little clearance store with a, you know, buy three shirts for $10 or some crap. They gotta do something with it. It's really sad that the amount of space that Binion's has that they're not using. Well, that that tower, that mint tower, that's, like yeah. that's that's a travesty. It was clarified this week that Vegas will not be the temporary home of the A's until the new stadium is built. Oakland, Sacramento, and Salt Lake City are still in the running to play turn, uh, temporary host. This guy's such a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> The ACLU has filed a lawsuit against the city challenging that the new pedestrian flow zones violates street performers' First Amendment rights to solicit tips or hand out leaflets on pedestrian bridges. Really? I agree. I agree. They, they Listen, it's not like they banned you from the streets. You're not allowed on the, on the cross bridges. Right, You're not allowed bridges. to bother those people. There's, there's a lot more room on the, on the sidewalks. Well, the, the only thing I can think is, is you see a lot of performers kind of set up uh, quote unquote performers well uh, people guitars and shit or singing or whatever you know I want to support conceptually the ACLU I love it for those that don't know it stands for American Civil Liberties Union mm-hmm. and so the idea is they want to represent your civil liberty interests but it to me I feel like the ACLU just picks fights to pick a fight you know without getting too lawyerly on this, you know, your First Amendment right, you certainly have, but there's something called time, place, and manner. You can, you can, you know, uh, uh, take advantage of your First Amendment free speech rights based on the time of when you want to do it, the place of where you want to do it, and the manner in which you want to do it. As Mark, as you aptly point out, they're not being pro- prohibited from all places mm-hmm. to do their, their, their yeah. busking. They're being limited to these particular flow zones. I think that there's they're, a they're, there's a legitimate. They're bottlenecks. I mean, when you have yeah. when you have too many of those people, they become bottlenecks, and that's the problem. Absolutely. It's like you can't be here. There's not, there's not enough room for you to be here. If you if you want to do your thing, do it down on the street. Do it over here, but you can't do it on the bridge. That's right. right. One of the things that that we look for, I say we, but the, the, in general, the law looks for is um is there a is there a legitimate governmental purpose for why you're trying to place this sort of restriction Mm -hmm. and that what you touched on right there mark is exactly that legitimate interest it is a bottleneck area it's a very narrow cramped space where you've got a bunch of people Mm -hmm. that are all of a sudden having a very nice wide sidewalk to walk on to a very narrow over the bridge or, or over the road bridge to walk on this 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 just to me is a Bad use of their resources. Agreed. The new Pinky Ring Club at Bellagio, brought to you by Bruno Mars, has a strict no phones policy allowed. Or no phones allowed policy. Cool. That's cool. Do you oh, think they just mean a phone no phones from taking uh, phone calls? Oh, no. They, they do. They like, won't they let do you take it, pictures. Um, no, they won't let you take the phones in. From yeah. what I understand, they no, do what, like they do at T-Mobile. Uh, not T-Mobile. Um, the... Uh, that just seems like a Allegiant? terrible idea. The ve- no, the venue at um, Park MGM. Dolby Live. Dolby Live. So there, they literally okay. give you these bags that are, are okay. locked. And so you, okay. keep, you can keep the bag with you, but you sure. have to put your phone. Like, they made me even put my Apple Watch in the bag. So you have zero technology whatsoever. They don't want any pictures. They don't want anything done. So it's it's literally they, they come in. They give you. This. <laughs> I think I also shared. Somebody posted a video inside. 
Yes, uh, Las oh. Vegas locally just yeah. did. I mean, <laughs> okay. the place, so I the sure place was empty, so yeah. I, I'm sure it was a, yeah, we'll let you take a preview because otherwise nobody knows what the fuck the inside of this place looks right. like. Right. Um, right. But yeah, no, they literally, you, you cannot, you cannot, add, so it's not like you could be sneaky and try to get a few pictures here or there. Yeah. Which, I don't know why you wanted that for a lounge, unless they have like surprise celebrity performers show up or something. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. If you remember Bruno Mars is one of the performers that while he was performing was telling people to put their oh, phones that down. Oh, that was well, and I I appreciated that <laughs> yeah. with him. So yeah, when we saw him, the one time we had at then I think that was our last general admission. Was, uh, well, and I also think it's the worst we've ever been to, the worst concert we've ever been to, where everybody was trying to get it, video. Literally, every single person yeah, on crazy. the floor had their phones up over their head. And not kidding, Bruno Mars said at least twice. I think maybe three times. He's like, put your fucking phones down. He sang it at and one And live point. in the moment. Like, he <laughs> literally so cool. was, yeah. And I'm like, yes, do that. Nobody listened. <laughs> they they right. left him off. So I'm sure for him, you know, I, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Phones, but that's, a, that's cool. I, 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 don't, I don't totally hate this idea. Uh, next up, a John Wick experience is coming to uh, Area 15. The experience is said to be interactive as well as have a themed bar and gift shop. Have you ever seen John Wick? Nope. Yeah, Not me, a one. Me neither. Not uh, a single one. Although I, I want to now. I'm like, Jesus, they're going to make an interactive it, zone? I want to check it out. John Wick is uh, Keanu Reeves, right? Right, yeah. Okay. I think it's it's like, like Matrix him. with guns, <laughs> which Matrix has tons of guns. <laughs> I was going to so. say, the Matrix has guns, so how yeah. is that any different? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what initially put me off of it, because I'm like, I've seen this before when it was called Matrix, and it was cool then. Ah, unless he doesn't have, like, the superpowers in the Matrix like he does. Uh, you know, now he's, like, actually real life, so he can't fly or, right, you right. know, jump the 50 feet span between buildings or whatever it is. Right, which was the cool part. Well, I know. I don't disagree. Yeah. Vital Vegas is reporting that Mandalay Bay is getting a new theater in the space formerly home to the buffet. It will have a new show in it devoted to the life and legacy of Bob Marley. Are you are you into Bob Marley at all, Tony? I know Karen is. Um, I'll tell you the yeah, no, but yes. When we were in Jamaica, that's all you ever hear anywhere you go. They are so and understandably, I get it. They're so proud of Bob Marley, so you couldn't go anywhere without Bob Marley music being played. And I'll tell you, when in Jamaica, I love me some Bob Marley. Back home and. Cold, wintry, snowy Michigan. Nah, I don't have much well, much shits to give. And just like you say, well, Karen's not into it. I don't know it. Well, that's, I that's don't, don't, don't make it sound like it's a bad thing. I yeah. didn't say that you're against Bob Marley. You're just it's just not in your wheelhouse. I mean, this whole the, the song. And we're hearing this. Um, good. I don't know what the title is, but everything's gonna be all right. One thing. love. Uh, one love. Thank you, <laughs> because it's been on all the TV commercials for the movie coming up, and I, I'm interested to see the movie. Because I don't think I realized that he had been shot and then performed in a concert like that night or the next night or something like that. Like yeah. some crazy thing. So I'm interested. I don't know his story. So mm. I'm interested to see the movie, but um, I don't know about the show. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Bedbugs were reported at four strip properties in the last five months. They include Encore, Venetian, Mirage, and Excalibur. This is kind of like one of the, you know how they got that game on Sesame Street, one of these is not like the other? This <laughs> yeah. is like one, yeah. three of these is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife and I had a, 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 albeit abbreviated, but we had a conversation about this exact um, news story. Because I said to her, hey, sweetheart, what do you think Encore, Venetian, Mirage, and Excalibur all have in common? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. And I said, bed bugs. And, and her exact response was, see, that only goes to prove dirty ass people will check into any motel. Yep. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And and frankly, though, the, the news uh, article that we read said that this is the first time uh, Las Vegas has ever entered the list of um, cities with with bed bugs bad enough for it to get ranked. And it got ranked Ooh. at 35th. You know, Chicago was in first place. I think L.A. was in second and maybe Houston was in third or something along those lines. But um, but Las Vegas was 35th Finally in line. Ranked. And I said, you know, if you think about all of the hotel rooms that yeah. are in Las Vegas, yeah. I am incredibly, incredibly impressed that it that Las Vegas just now got is ranked. On, yeah, is just now on the list. And, yeah. and at 35th place, the city is 35th on the list. Um, I think that's 
kudos. I, I, apparently, it sounds to me like these hotels do take really good remedial right. uh, uh, bed preventive yep. measures. Agreed. As a reminder, Esther's Kitchen in the Arts District has closed and is relocating to their new 10,000 square foot space on the corner of Maine and California, and they will be reopening February 29th. Oh, on a leap day. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they were making a joke about how they'll only be able to get to celebrate their anniversary once every four years. years. That's cool. I'm so excited Good for for them. I am so thrilled they're doing so well that they need to expand into a 10,000 square foot space. Those folks... What's funny is I called the other day uh, when I was at work because it's right around the corner. Well, not right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's drive. You'd have to drive there, but it's super close to where I work. And I called him up and I was like, hey, can I place an order for takeout? And she was like, well, I'm not sure if we're doing takeout, but what do you want? So I told her I wanted some bread because, you know, their sourdough is amazing. Um, with one of the dips, and then I think it was just a salad. And she's like, well, let me check. And she came back, and she's like, I'm sorry, we're not doing takeout orders today. And I was just like, wow, yeah, good yeah, on you. I'm hoping I'm hoping they'll have more space and can do takeout orders in right. the new space, because that would yeah. be an awesome lunch to have during the week. <laughs> um, sure. But, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go see this. We have to try to figure out how to go uh, once the new place is open. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's me. Terry Fader is moving his show from New New York, New York to Stratosphere after 15 years in the MGM family. Shows at New York, New York will end in March and the Strat will begin in May. I I would call that a downgrade. Well, I'd say so. Yeah. But I mean, he was was in the grand family. He was in the the upstairs like loft at New York, New York. So he was... Because he he had been in the Mirage for like ever. Mm -hmm. Right. And then moved... Got, got booted down to New York, New York. So. Well, he was in the Zumanity Theater for a while, and then they put him up in this loft or whatever. I don't know what it was. Venetia announced plans to, to build a new poker room, the largest in the city, featuring 50 tables across 14,000 square feet. Jesus, that's bigger than Esther's Kitchen. <laughs> the new poker room is set to, de- to debut this summer. That's interesting in light of how many... Casinos on the Strip have closed their poker rooms uh, now that the boom it's has It's still kind of- there. I just think it, it's they overbuilt for it, as yeah. as we we tend to do with Vegas. We, we oversaturate sure. the market, and that's what moves us into the next phase. But Jesus, it's 14,000 square feet. I know, yes. right? <laughs> it's a ton of room to dedicate. In concerning news, the Siegel Group bought up almost half a block of retail properties on the Fremont East from the uh, Tamara's group. Those are the owners of the plaza for $11 million. Specifically, We All Scream, Latai, and Commonwealth were a part of that purchase. Plans for the spaces were not disclosed. I always I always get a little... Twitchy. Yeah, whenever yeah, I see yeah. Seagull Group, like, uh, what, what are we yep. going to do? Yeah. It's more long-term uh, living facilities yeah short-term yeah. living facilities <laughs> right no they are they're the short-term rentals um mm. like a week at a time if you need to and right have, have, knowing the owners bunch of psychopaths <laughs> this does have me concerned especially about latai which i'm going to i'm so yes. excited i'm going to latai oh. for the first time on monday oh yeah good so oh, you're gonna love it i'm super excited i can't wait for that uh, Hopefully they just wanted to be landlords, you know, in these these restaurants well, that's what or whatever. I'm hoping, I'm hoping stay the there. restaurants have, you know, a, a long lease, right. so plenty of lease term, mm-hmm. you know, turned up. And although the Commonwealth, I don't even know what the Commonwealth is. It wasn't like a pool hall or something like that. I don't know. So that that one has me a little concerned on what they might do there. But I also know that they, uh, yeah. They're, they're friends with a guy that bought the um, one of the bars that used to be down. And anyway, long story. I know more history there than I should or want to. Yeah. That's me, right? Yeah, again. This week, the Doritos wrap on the Luxor Pyramid was torn down. Thank God. <laughs> I thought it was clever marketing. It got everybody talking. They turned the, they turned the Luxor into a Dorito. <laughs> it worked. People talked about it. No, they did talk about it. (laughs) Hey, Karen, the Commonwealth, the reason why that name sounds familiar to us, that's where um, the laundry room, that that hidden little speakeasy 
okay. is. is in the laundry there. room is within Commonwealth. But what else is in Commonwealth, so, though? That's the thing. Well, the Commonwealth in and of itself is is a bar. And, and from the from the pictures okay. and from my recollection, you know, kind of a it's, it, it's, it looks like a dive bar. I mean, it's certainly not going to be prices of a dive bar because it's on Fremont. But um, it's got a nice rooftop bar mm-hmm. that you can go up and, and sit on uh, if you're so inclined. Uh, it's worth checking out sometime. I, I, you know, probably not on a Friday or Saturday night based on some of these uh, party dancing pictures of people that are far too young. Um, <laughs> I hate getting old. <laughs> Guys, I hate getting old. 1923 Prohibition Bar at Mandalay Bay is opening a second location at Venetian. Plans are to open in May. I feel like we've done the Prohibition Bar, but I can't remember it. I don't think we have. Maybe not. I think you're thinking Prohibition because of the Mob Museum. We've maybe. been through that so many times. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it is a Las Vegas speakeasy. What are you doing? But, uh, I've never been there. No. He's looking up. That would be fun. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> we should do. Um, and by way, just mean like you know the four of us should do a uh, a speakeasy tour of Las Vegas. Just go from like like. Two, over two nights, just go and hit a whole bunch of different speakeasies. Absolutely. I'd be up for that. That would be that would be a cool time. That mm. would be fun. Former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch agreed to take DUI classes and participate in community service in order to avoid going to court and or submitting uh, or admitting guilt. Yeah, Karen helped me to highlight that I forgot to mention that he got arrested in Vegas. That's why we, That's, yeah. I mean, I read this and I was like, okay, well, number one, why is this relevant to Vegas? And it's because he got arrested in Vegas. And then it, I didn't read it right that he was arrested for DUI. Because I'm like, well, what did he get arrested for? That he's he's doing this and Why of, else would he accept to I take DUI know. classes? It, it didn't, I told you that one was my mistake. <laughs> it's that like spousal totally abuse. All right, spousal abuse. What do we got for that? Uh, well, he was drunk uh, when he class. did it. Know, what so. about DUI? Exactly. Let's do DUI. Yeah. Well, because he was drunk when he did it. So you got to yeah. have him do the classes. <laughs> And lastly, Spandex Nation announced this week that they will be returning to the Fremont Street Experience Thursday, April 4th. Performances will be from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. every Thursday. That's extreme. Yeah. Especially on Thursday. They're so popular. I don't understand why why they're having such a hard time finding a home with good hours. I don't know. I I suppose that's the problem with being a cover band is... is, uh Everybody thinks they can do better. Are than, you kidding than me? Half want. of the all the fucking bands on Fremont are, are cover bands, right? But I I think they're afraid '80s is getting too dated now, and and they need to to upgrade. But I I just feel like it's part of the uh, part of the zeitgeist of, of concerts downtown that that you get to nor- regularly see. Yeah, you know. So I, I I thought it was a great mix up. Like I I, I like that music, I guess. Um, but I I always thought it was a great mix in the collection that they had. That's me. All right. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions were brought to you by Vegas.com as a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Pearl Jam is performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena Thursday and Saturday, May 16th and 18th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $500. Good Holy Lord. shit. I'm surprised Pearl Jam didn't go for, the, uh, go, go for the sphere. You're going to charge that kind of money. I don't think they have yes. the money to create whatever the visual Oh, I always forget all the production that's got to go into... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Although, at 500 bucks a pop, maybe their next time here will be at this Right? <laughs> Daniel Tosh is performing at the Cosmopolitan Saturday, May 18th, September 7th, and November 16th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $94. I'm interested in that. Not only oh, do absolutely. I like the price point, but 8 o'clock. I mean, he used to... When he was performing at the Mirage, he was going on at 10. old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Um, is, uh, Jim Jeffries is in town next weekend. Where is he playing? Uh, I think at the Mirage. Yeah. 
I mean, he's one that I'd, I'd love to go see him, too. But, um, I mean, their shows normally start at 10. That's what I, I mean. I know. I don't know when the oh, show starts. I just, the, they've been advertising on the radio that, you know, he's Eugene coming Jeffries and tickets and everything yeah. else. So, um, but no, Daniel Tosh, we've seen him a couple times. Yeah, he's good. And, yeah, he's, he, he's great live. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez is performing at T-Mobile Arena Saturday, July 20th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. Lauren Hill is at Dolby Live at Park MGM Saturday, April 6th, celebrating the 25th anniversary of her album, The Misa... Damn it, I knew I was going to trip over that. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Show starts at 8.30 p.m. and tickets start at $91. Do you realize she did not put out another album after this? No. I mean, I... I, I didn't realize I, I, that. I knew that, yes. Um, I mean, the fact that she's coming out to do a concert is... 91 bucks seems cheap for that. Yeah. Yeah. She's done she a went, couple at uh, at at Brooklyn Bowl. Didn't she pop out like a dozen kids? And yeah, she, went she's off with the, a Marley. She's with uh, okay. one, one of the one of the Marley siblings, and she's cranked out a bunch of kids. Th- this is, huh. I mean, that's huge. I would. Yeah. That album was phenomenal. So my yeah, guess is, if it's a, the 25th anniversary, they'll run the whole thing. Well, I mean, what else is she going to do? I mean, yeah, you right, might she, as well. Not do like it she, all. The, the rest of her songs before then were all with the uh, the Fugees. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Taylor Tomlinson is performing at Encore Friday and Saturday, April 19th and 20th, and June 7th and 8th. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $75. And I have no idea who this is. It's the new, um, oh, damn it. What's the After Hours uh, host, I think is what it's called. After Hours? It's a new, or After Midnight or something like that. It's a new uh, late night talk show on CBS, I believe, because it was... Uh, 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 Colbert that okay. that introduced her. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. Well, good for her. <laughs> That's right. Ellie King is performing at Westgate Friday and Saturday, May seventeenth and eighteenth. Show starts at eight p.m. Tickets start at thirty dollars. I still can't believe she's um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, George Clinton and the. Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> I was like, I can't even wait to see if my mouth can make these words. Uh, is performing at the Pearl at Palms Friday, June 7th. Show starts at 8 p.m. And tickets start at an undisclosed amount. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got some listener feedback. So, Karen, the first one we got was a very kind uh, PayPal donation from Michelle. Uh, is it it might be Bryson or it might be Brisson. There's two S's there. Texas Rob and Matt from Waco. What did they have to well, so so Michelle did not share any any uh, feedback or, or words with us. But thank you very much, Michelle. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, Texas Rob writes, Karen, Mark, and Tony. I like that order. That's pretty mm. good. Carver donation mm. for a four-night trip the last weekend of February for the Rock and Roll Half Marathon with my son and some Ooh. friends. Texas nice. Rob, who is at Texas Rob 3. Nice. Thank so, you, sir. And good luck, good luck at this the, weekend. Uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. The weather is supposed to be beautiful. It's cloudy, like, though. Uh, what, was it last year that we did the winter vacation over or two years ago? We did it on the, 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 that weekend, and it rained for all the runners. Like, the weather was horrible. Oh, did it? It's supposed to be, like, low 70s, sunny, and beautiful. Oh, wow. So it's warmest days that we've had in a while. So hopefully, Rob, you'll, you'll have some good weather for you this weekend. Yeah. And then Matt from uh, Waco writes, Karma donation for my trip March 5th through the 9th. Longtime listener, never emailer, and first <laughs> of hopefully many Karma donations. That's agreed, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's well, thank cool. you. I don't know what took you so long, but thank you for finally emailing something. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. And then next up, uh, we got an email from Hugh, and he lives in Nashville. And Hugh writes, hey, everyone. Again, safe intro there. The wife and I are <laughs> coming back in July to celebrate eloping and, Vegas, er, and <gasps> Elvis marrying us 15 years ago. 
at the cool. Graceland Wedding Chapel. <laughs> Hopefully cool. this trip is better than our 10th anniversary trip and actual wedding trip when we both had severe food poisoning. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You can all obviously comment, but I figured I would ask each of you a pointed question for recommendations on this trip. Ooh, I like this. Oh, and I didn't have time to prep. Uh, first up for me, what are the must-haves at Lotus of Siam? Mm. So there's there's three things that I've had there and I've had repeatedly that I would highly recommend, although I don't think you can go wrong with anything there. Uh, one of them, and I have to thank you know, Tony and his amazing wife for introducing me to this, is the Tom Ka Soup. It's, mm, it's a good pick. Amazing. It's so good. Uh, second... I would say the jackfruit salad, which, it, it, I mean, it's it's jackfruit. That was my first time eating it. It it's a warm salad, quote unquote, and it you would swear to God you were eating some kind of meat and protein, and it's absolutely delicious. So I would highly recommend that. Um, also great if you have a vegetarian in your group, but it's it delicious regardless. And then the third one that's sticking in my head immediately is the. Um, the, the fried uh, prawns, the fried garlic prawns. And yes, you eat the shell. And yes, it's delicious. It's like a little crunchy potato chip. Um, but they're they're fantastic. So those are the three things. Do you not always having eat the shell on a prawn or just on this dish? Just, oh no, you don't normally eat. It's the same thing. So it's prawns are just like big shrimp. Yeah. Right? Um, and so what they do is they, they peel the shell back and then they fry the whole thing. So you've got like the meat of the tail and then the shell dipped in this garlic, well, whatever the hell it is, it makes it delicious. Yeah. And so then the, the shell part comes out crispy like a chip. And it's totally edible. It might sound weird, but it's absolutely delicious. Tony can, Tony can testify to this because he's had it. I will say, though, if you're going to Lotus of Siam, my recommendation is to go to the location on Flamingo, not to the one at Red Rock. Because Red Rock has a different menu than the one at Flamingo. And Flamingo is, is the original, authentic menu. Uh, so I would recommend going there. Tony, anything Those are you all add? No, no. Uh, listen, to, listen to Karen. Uh, I've only been there once. But everything that, that my wife and, and Karen and I had was just yeah. absolutely stellar. Karen has had the good fortune of getting to go back a, a couple of times and, and trying other things. So uh, I would I would literally write those ideas down uh, to take with you into the into the restaurant. <laughs> so, Tony, this question's for you. What are the must haves at Carbone? So uh, Carbone, for folks that aren't aware, is a Italian restaurant at Aria. Uh, and so for that reason, I am a big fan of <laughs> and this is kind of appropriate when in Rome do as the Romans and when in an Italian restaurant, I like to eat um, pasta. They, they do have a fish and steak, uh, f- fish, chicken and steak options. The fish is a little bit closer to um, Italian than, than the, than the chicken and, and, and steaks are uh, steaks. Obviously <laughs> here, uh, my advice to you, Hugh is uh, number one, your, uh, your your server is going to give you some recommendations as it relates to your antipasti, your uh, soup and salad. Uh, if you want a a noodle pasta dish, or if you want to roll into the fish, so I would 100% um, follow their lead. One of the things that they do recommend, though, is um, it's kind of intended to be shared. So if it's going to be just you and and your bride, um, you may have to perhaps reel it in. So really, you're going to have a lot of leftovers is what you're saying. Okay. yes. Well, and you're not going to get to try too many things. You're likely going to wind up. I think you would be wise, probably uh, going heavy on the on the um, appetizers and soup and salad and then just pick a dish that both you an and well, each of you order. Yeah. Each order an entree, but pick an entree that you're both interested in. So you can cut it in half and put half of your, uh, lobster fra dio, uh, diavolo on her plate. And she can cut in half the, uh, let's just say, uh, putinesca to put on your plate. Right. So at least you're, you're getting two meals that, and that's what my wife and I love to do is when we when we go, man, I could eat X and I could eat Y and they both line up. Yeah, that's exactly what we order oh, so that we can then split, you know, the, the, the plates amongst us. But that you is not at all what I think you signed up for. Here's what you signed up for. 
I beg of you. And I have begged this for years and it has fallen on deaf ears. So Hugh, take up the mantle, please. I am begging any 360 Vegas listener to go to Carbone, order oh. the rum old fashioned, get the exact recipe from the bartender. I need to know portions and I need to know specific items. If they write down three ounces of rum and two ounces of, uh, of aperitif, that's going to mean nothing to me, but I have had, I have had the best old fashioned. I dare say the only thing better than the rum old fashioned, um, from, from here at Carbone was the Bally's old fashioned. That's just how good I consider the rum old fashioned at Carbone. That my friend, you've got to treat yourself to the rum old fashioned cocktail. It was so I haven't eaten there, and every time that I've tried, it's either been book solid, or closed for a private event. Hmm. So I mean, it's it's on my list. I want to go. Even Marcus said he he would go try it. He's he's looked at the menu and he's like, yeah, I would go there. I have not been able to make it there yet. And it's, I, I it is very good. I think a um a little uh, tip and trick of the trade would be uh, to uh, see if you can even get two seats at the bar. Yeah. Now you with you having enough. Um. Well, I, let's see. Coming back in July. So in light of the fact that you've got about four months. Oh, he's got time until you're 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 going. Yeah, I would make the reservation now though because Karen's absolutely right. That that place will 100% be uh, sold out for the entire evening by the time you get there for your trip. So. Uh, reserve it now. Next question is for Mark. What is your favorite downtown casino to gamble at? So that's a that's an interesting question because it's to gamble at. So to to answer that question, it would be downtown Grand just because of their their limits right now. I can play any game I want to play, uh, like I used to be able to do. If I want to play some blackjack, play some craps, you know, I I have those options at downtown Grand. So when you when you're referring to gambling, you're thinking of playing a table game, whether it's craps, blackjack. Something like that. If I'm going to gamble, right? Yes, that's that's so what you I'm. Don't, you're about. not putting video poker in the gambling. No, because I can section. video poker basically everywhere. <laughs> that's what I mean. I think uh, yes. If it's a table game, the limits are affordable at Downtown Grand. Most of their dealers are really nice, except for the one asshole I ran into <laughs> not too long ago. But to sit down and play video poker, for me, it's Bar Canada. Yeah, I just I love that one. It, it's you know, it's it's bright, it's open. The bartenders are great and on top of things, and they have a, a myriad of games on their machine. So whether you want to do just straight line video poker, multi line, right. spin poker, which I'm now addicted to, it, you know, you you have a lot of choices on what you can play sitting there. I know I wasn't supposed to ask that, but he said we could all weigh in. Absolutely, <laughs> and and you know what? I'm going to give my answer because it'll. It both diverges Can and I is guess? totally typical of Tony. Can I guess? Go ahead and say it. Yep. Uh, El Cortez? No, no. Oh. Uh, uh, if he wants to play table games, I would send him to uh, the California. And if he wants oh, okay. to play video poker, I would send him to uh, the Boar's Head Bar at uh, Main Street Station. Interesting. All right. I was totally wrong. And I thought I knew you so well. I did, too. I I am such a fanboy. Such a fanboy <laughs> for Main, Main Street Station. Yeah. All right. Now we have a bonus question. I need a Cirque suggestion. I was thinking Beatles love and or sphere recommendation. Not even sure if shows are listed for July. The sphere is something I think is is amazing to to check out. I mean, it's if you're if you're enthralled with that thing on the outside, you got to check out what what's going on on the inside there. But it's fair warning. It is an expensive ticket. Uh, you're talking Cirque shows. If you're a Beatles fan, you absolutely must see Beatles Love. If you, even if you're a casual Beatles fan, I mean, you're like, yeah, I like them. I couldn't tell you the whole catalog. It's it's a, such a fun show. Yeah, and it's well the one that we've seen multiple times. But I mean, if he's looking for a Cirque show, like like real Cirque, uh, I, yeah, I have to deflect to you guys because well, to Karen. <laughs> don't don't ask me because <laughs> the don't the one that me. everybody loves is O, and I was bored as hell through that thing. Yeah. Um, I love Ka. Mark had mixed reactions to that one. But just what they what the performers are able to do on that stage is Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just amazing. Um, other than that, the only other 
Cirque shows I think we've seen. The ours aren't very Cirque. You won't go because you yeah. don't like the makeup and the craziness and all right. of that kind of thing. So we saw the, the Michael Jackson one, which was fun. Well, and to be fair, in the market, we've seen everything except for uh, Mystere. Everything? Yeah. Have Zumanity's you seen Zumanity? Gone. No, it's gone. We we oh. I did see that. Mark didn't. I did. It was. Oh like, no! Oh wait a minute. Mad Apple. That's right. Mad Apple's still out there. We haven't seen. that. Is that Cirque? Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about that. And actually, I you have know, heard good our, things our about Vegas J Dubs Josh did a review on it. So go back and listen if you want to know on that. Um, I mean, I think part of it depends on where you're staying, and sort of mm-hmm. what you're interested in. Like I said, we saw That's Michael true. Jackson one, and for that one for me was fun. It was like watching his music videos sort of live. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a good time, but, uh, let me ask this question uh, uh, on Hugh's behalf. If, if it, if it's on one side of the, of the weighing option of any Cirque show versus the sphere, what would you recommend? Oh, See, this, wow, this is so tough different. because yeah. I have not been to the sphere because I'm afraid it'll make me dizzy and make me throw up, but I've <laughs> seen more Cirque shows than Mark. Mark hates the most of the Cirque shows, but he's been to the Sphere a couple times. So my guess is he's probably going to say the Sphere. I can't weigh in on the Sphere. I don't know. Okay. So okay. that's that's okay. really tough. To be honest with you, that's a coin flip because okay. because the Cirque shows are so unique and and so Vegas. You know that it's like you got to check out these crazy shows. But the Sphere has everybody's imagination captured right now. So I'm like, yeah, if, if you're if you're digging that place, go go check it out because it's it's a pretty cool show. But I think that that uh, U2 is coming to the end of their run. And I mean, I know they have the one movie that they're showing. I don't know that they've got a lot of other options there. I know they've got other artists booked. But right. Yeah, and they're supposed to have other movies in the in the pipeline. But yeah, but I think you'd have to look like he said, I don't know if dates for July. Right. Are, yeah, are I'm, I'm looking yet. it up right now to see if they even have. Uh, a calendar um, up for that far out into July. And I'm not, I'm not seeing anything. I, I don't know, uh, Hugh, you're going to have to make a decision. You're certainly comparing uh, very much apples to oranges between, yeah. uh, you know, a Cirque show versus something at, at the sphere. Um, but yeah, boy, I, I, I am, I am one of those that am absolutely enthralled by uh, what the show that we saw at the sphere, the, the postcards from earth. Yeah. Um, and I have been bored to tears watching Cirque anytime it was on like the Dancing tonight with show stars. with, with Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I so. would agree. And I, I will say this though. Cirque on TV is very different than Cirque live. So just putting that out there, if you've seen that and, sure. and like to Tony in the same way, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. If we were much help on that bonus question there. You, <laughs> but we have a bonus bonus question. <laughs> and I don't know that we're going to be any help on this one either. Anyone taken a Mavericks helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon and or the Strip? Is it worth the price? We had the opportunity. It, Maverick reached out to us to see if we wanted to to take a, a tour of theirs. And uh, unfortunately, my help was just in the shitter at the time. So it wasn't anything we could take advantage of. But I, I've, I've always been interested in, in taking a, a helicopter tour. And Maverick Heli is definitely... One of the, the, the premier services. Well, and just look at the pictures, the number of, like, pick of, of the weeks that have yeah, won. Yeah, I mean, they, they know where to take you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you, you can see them at night. You can see this line yeah. of helicopters. They, they, they must have a <laughs> preset flight pattern that they all have to go because you could just see a line of helicopters all kind of doing the same yeah. thing. <laughs> um, the Grand Canyon, I would, I'm st- still never been, believe it or not. I'm I, interested I've seen in it going. from a plane. I have no interest. Mark is like, it's a whole I'm like, I've seen it. I, I, we've flown over it. I've seen the thing. And Tony, yeah. you haven't done either one of these either, have you? I have not. Now, I did have, uh, when my wife and I got married out in Vegas, uh, some of our friends uh, did a uh, did a helicopter tour out to the Grand Canyon, and they absolutely loved it. They thought it was absolutely worth their time. However, that you've got to do during the daytime to be able to see and appreciate, you know, obviously the Grand Canyon, obviously to be able to see the Grand Canyon. On the other hand, as Karen Apley points out, so many of our Twit Pick of the Week winners are usually because uh, Maverick is getting these pictures at night of the strip. So that, you know, I don't know what their options are of doing a, um, uh, a 
like a, for lack of a better word, a sunset tour where maybe you can get to see the Grand Canyon while it's still daylight. But as you're coming back into Vegas for a landing, then you're getting the nighttime option to see it. Um, so again, I think you'll have to play around uh, on, on their website to see what your options are. But I, I would think that any nighttime helicopter ride over the strip would be just excruciatingly breathtaking with with yeah. every time you with everywhere to look yeah i would think so and just to wrap up hugh's email he says thanks and love you guys hugh from nashville well, thank you Hugh. thanks to yes. everybody that was this yeah i would love to have more more of these kind of pointed I questions know, like fun. this was fun yeah 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 put us on the spot make yeah. us uh Make us put up or shut up on, on some of our uh, love of Vegas. Because, like, literally, you I, guys are gonna I have... did not get a chance to read this ahead of time. I know Tony always gets his script and prints it out and peruses it beforehand because he's got a little more time than we do. But, yeah, that is me. That was fun. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, more of that. Send questions. That's right. Send us questions. And that's going to do it for episode number 476. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send any uh, feedback, much like our friends, oh shoot, uh, Michelle, Texas Rob, Matt from Waco, and uh, Hugh from Nashville did, Please send those emails to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.